Morning everyone. How are all of you? I suppose you all had a good week since we've at New South Wales have got the freedom for those who had the vaccinations. Anyway, today's topic is a topic as to how do we share our faith. I'm at present reading a book the New York Times bestseller, The Plant Paradox by Dr. Stephen R. Gundry. This book tells us how plants also have a mind of their own and they are on the continuous planning of how to keep their predators at bay, which includes animals and humans. And it was interesting reading that book because I understood a lot about plants and how they plan their attack. Because they knew that they would be attacked, if not by animals, by humans. And he has wonderfully brought out whatever the plants do to keep their predators at bay or pay for what they have done. Now, there is a well-known phrase. It says, if you know the enemy, you have won 70% of the battle. And that's what the Japanese also used while they were planning to recover from the World War II. They wanted to know who the exact enemy was and how do they overcome from the impact of World War II. Why do we need to know this? Because if we don't know who the enemy is, then all our effort is misdirected and it goes in vain. Now, in case of the plants, they also knew who their enemy was. It would be either the animals or the humans who take, took them for personal consumption. So they accordingly had certain ingredients in them which was for attack. Now we see in our day-to-day -day living, we adopt various security measures so that we are safe. For instance, we have got the home alarm system fitted for our homes. We have the various software to protect our computers as well as our intellectual property. Even we, like the plants, are attacked from the enemy. Who knows that we have a great deal of potential in us? Whether we are aware of the same or not. The question arises is do most of us know who the real enemy is? <clears throat> we humans are a spirit having a soul living in a body. The dominant or the most important part of us is the spirit, which is 90% of us the soul and the body being the balance. The spirit can live without the body. 
and the soul, but not vice versa. Satan, who is our real enemy, attacks us in five ways, as mentioned in Mark 4, 17 to 19. He says he either persecutes us or has affliction on us or makes us that the cares of the world we get interested or concerned about or the deceitfulness of riches and the lusts of other things. To put it simply, it just means either he will create for us persistence, persistent annoyance or harassment or in a pain in a certain way or making us get concerned about the normal day-to-day -day activities or just look at our wealth or the connections we have or our job and you know various other things or just lusts. Lust does not mean only the sexual part. It could mean lust for money, lust for food, or lust for any particular thing. All he's doing is keeping us occupied so that we do not concentrate on the word of God. Now, this is not a secret. It is known. It says there that Satan attacks us for the word's sake, not because who we are. It is for the word's sake. So if we give up the word, then Satan has nothing to do with us. Now that would give us a hint as to why the word is important. Let's park it at that. So from the above, we see from Mark's, those five lines which we read just now, it makes us very clear that there are two points which we need to keep in mind. One is that the enemy attacks us for the word's sake. And second, his attack is in the spiritual, spirit realm of us because Satan is a spirit. So when we ignore our spirit and we are not concerned of feeding it with the word of God, then we are living dangerously. <clears throat> we are not like the plants knowing that we will be attacked and planning against our predators. We would be live, living in a world which is full of attack. So, why is all this introduction important in today's sharing is because I want to say that I also always had this as to how I would live a life, you know, I would see with faith and not with my normal eyes and how I would live the word of God so that I could be an example of living the abundant life. It was always my search. And because of that, I have sort of finally or slowly reach, reaching to understand how the word works and how it has guided me. I just live my life every day. 
knowing well for my every living hour, who's the real enemy? That I am a spirit, I have to take care of my spirit, and that I have the word of God with me, which is very powerful. <clears throat> How do I share my faith with anyone? I really do not go out to share my faith. I just live my life every day, as I mentioned above. And I live it trying to improvise or get the more, more of the word within my spirit. This helps me to keep the enemy away. And as it is said in the word, if you keep the enemy away, he will flee away from you. This definitely makes, when we start living such a life, definitely makes people around us aware that there is something different about us, which will prompt them to ask us, what is the secret or what is it that you do? Because humans like to copy anyone who is peaceful or doing well, or, you know, something different. They would ask, what is it that you do? For instance, like many a times, it's been a year now I have given up alcohol. Not that I was, uh, you know, uh, alcoholic, but even for the social drinking part, I have given it up. And without hitting myself or, you know, feeling the pinch, so to speak, because I truly have given it up and found something better in my life. And people can see it because sometimes people will offer me the best of drinks or say this is so and so and it won't affect, but it doesn't bother me. And they can see that I truly have found something better than alcohol. I have also seen myself these days when I interact with people, I can sort of understand what is that is bothering them and who's the real enemy. I might not go and tell them straight away, but say if I have a dialogue with them, then I slowly try to bring out certain instances and slowly start the dialogue and, you know, slow and steady, develop, see how the responses from the other person and then develop it further. This also then, you know, develops into a dialogue or a sharing wherein the other person doesn't feel that we are, you know, pushing it down them. Now, these kind of dialogues I've had with people of different religion, and they have nicely accepted and said, we would like to know more about your faith or your religion. And I tell them it's not a religion, it is just to know Jesus and to know the word of God. All my past experiences I have seen, it is not what we talk that people pick up on. It is the confidence that we put into it that makes the difference. Is the confidence with which we talk 
the confidence with which we convince people that we have really tasted and know what is to live this abundant life which Jesus has won for us. Now, there are other ways we could do this. We could join an alpha course, which uh, we as a group are doing and maybe a church will be doing in the near future. Or be a part of a discipleship group. Now, my story has been the discipleship group which I joined in this church has really contributed a lot in the life of my wife and me. Now, just to share, most persons from our group are having dominant positions and also contributing in this church. So I need not tell you more, but you can see that there at least are five people who are in this church at this moment, and they were part of our discipleship group. Now, to mention, I would mention it, it is Bruce, Jeff, Graham, myself, and Andrew is in and out. So, yeah, I mean, those are the ones I can recollect. But what I'm trying to say is one can even join such groups and see how we share our our faith, and we share how we go through our day-to-day challenges and overcome them. The question I always ask myself, or I would ask you all, is how confident are you with your faith? How will you be seen in the field with your faith? Are you 100,000% confident that the word of God will back you or will work for you? Because it is the confidence that we have which goes ahead of us. But remember well, it is not the confidence we have in ourselves only we have this confidence that the God in us and the word works. And that is the confidence I'm talking about. Now, there are three verses I normally meditate upon before I start any conversation or meet anyone or I leave my house. The first one is 2 Timothy 1.7, which says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love and of a sound mind. The second one is Ephesians 6:12, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. And the last one is Hebrews 13:5, where Jesus says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Now, when we keep on meditating, my personal experience, when you keep meditating on this every day and every night, it sort of runs within you and it becomes your second nature. 
I would just share a couple of field experiences which I had, which I thought I would also share with you. The first experiences was when uh, two years ago, our, one of our neighbors who was expecting was, uh, when I met her, was suddenly a little fearful and worried. When asked, she said, oh, there is a breach, and I don't know, I might have to go in for an operation. To which I said, uh, have you prayed? You know, we could pray over it, and let's leave it with that. To which she agreed, and we prayed. Now, when I prayed, I, I didn't expect or whatever, I just do my prayers and I walk away. Because I know it is not my responsibility anymore. I leave it to the word and I leave it to God. Okay, next morning she called and said that there is no need and there will be a normal delivery because the baby did turn. The other experiences <clears throat> is in my day-to-day -day work, whenever I start my day or if I'm going to do anything, or even if I'm dealing with my personal finances or meeting someone or going to do something, including today's talk, I will always pray. And I know that there is this backing of my ministering angels who are backing me, as well as the Holy Ghost within me taking care of everything. It has been my practice and it has been working for me. That is important. <clears throat> so then what happens is any situation, any challenges you face, my earlier me would have been worried or start looking at what I am equipped with. Not anymore. I, I know that someone or someone, something will be taken care of. And I just be present for the moment. With my children and their friends when they come over, I start a dialogue with them and see if I get some opportunity to share with them. Earlier it was that I used to feel that children would not be in the uh, you know, at a level where they would talk with us or share with us their experiences. But now that I know how Satan operates, there would be something or the other which would be affecting them. If it is not, God bless. But if it is, and they start the dialogue, then that is where I get an opportunity to share with them how this whole thing works. And similarly, even with my friends, and other gatherings that I attend, I do the same. I make them aware, whenever I get a chance, I make them aware that there is God, there is the Holy Spirit, and there is the work of Jesus, which if we allow them to work in us, it will. Now, till recently, like I was working with a couple who wanted to separate and they, they were nearly had gone in for all the legal notices. But I was so confident, I just told them to listen out to me and then go ahead with their separation. 
And in that, in that, I explained to them the fear part. I explained to them how the evil ones work. I explained to them how, if they have blessings, that the evil one would come to steal, kill, and destroy. And it, it wasn't easy. It, it, it went over a couple of weeks. And, but I could see that they were interested to know. And whichever point I touched upon, because it wasn't me, I was to always pray and go from there. Uh, it would hit upon one of the sensitive spots. And finally they said, yeah, I mean, most of it, whatever you say is right. And I said, it's not me who's saying, I'm, I'm just saying how the spiritual world works and how God works and God is always there for us. So lo and behold, they are now reconsidering, but I wouldn't uh, say it is a success, still they really decide to withdraw everything and join back. But what I'm trying to say is this is the way I go about. And this is just the beginning. The best is yet to come. Good day. Thank you.